Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Brown Queens. On today's episode, we have the amazing Samika. Did I say her name right? Samika, yeah. Samika. I've been saying it wrong for three years. <laughs> and we're also going to talk about women being assertive. And you can catch us wherever you listen to your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM. And our Instagram is at brownqueenspod. My Instagram is at jyotik. And mine is at the official name. Hey, Jyoti, I am so hungry. We're both so hungry right like now. Like our stomach is eating the insides, <laughs> but we're still devoted to this podcast and for Busy you guys. work days. Yes, yes. So we appreciate every single person that listens. Because we do it on an empty stomach and for you. And we do you. it on an empty stomach. We're super excited. We're going to have Samika on very soon. She's about to be here, so we're just going to do a quick little, uh, you know, pod before. But I did want to talk about, you know, what's so interesting hmm. is now that I'm working, this workplace that I currently work for, they're amazing. They're super liberal. They're like Shout the, out to a working woman. Yes, uh, they're the opposite of a toxic work environment. But I was talking to this person that I used to do radio with, and he actually told me that this girl that I used to work with said that I was too assertive and or this uh, she was a too assertive. Yeah. And so I, mean, I was you're thinking, assertive, but I don't think too, I am assertive. I am like, assertive, but it's because I know why she was saying. Well, everybody hates her anyway, so I didn't yeah. take it personal. She's literally hated by everybody. Um, but it was because I was giving ideas of like what they could be doing to like you know, mm-hmm. and she was like, she. I think she was like defensive that like I was telling her like, oh, like we should be doing this on social, or it'd be really cool if we do this. But and you were I'm, just speaking out loud. Your ideas, yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how is that? I feel like women in the workplace, like you, people expect you to like basically shut up and do your job. Submissive. And the, yes, submissive. And the minute that you act like how a man works, because men do that all the time. All in the, the music industry, time. in all radio, like I see men be assertive all the time. Yeah. And that's the only way to get ahead of your job. Like, 100%. you know, the reason why I am where I am in my career is because I am assertive and I'm like not going to be submissive. Like yeah, I like yeah. give ideas and I'll like be a go-getter and and that's how men are and that's why yeah. they get ahead. But if you like act like how people want you to act, then it gets you nowhere. Like why would I just shut up and like, just do my job, never give ideas, never like do more that's asked of me. Um, so it's like this double-edged sword and I hate that women are still getting put judged against the, that type of stereotype or mm. that type of box. And I just, when he told me that, I, it was so long ago, but I was so annoyed because I was like, I, the only thing I ever did was give them ideas where I was like, oh, it'd be really cool if we did this because I feel like it'd make our company look better. Or like yeah. We'd be, you know, and if you just want to stay behind like archaic, and be old because she was really old Mm -hmm. then that's fine but I was trying to help us grow as a company as you should I think it's just like this box that us women are always kind of like it's going to be really hard to shake off even though we're super progressive like in the work environment like she's obviously the type of person that's submissive and thinks that's the way to go and that's just how you should be working as opposed to you if you have ideas you're not going to just sit on them you're going to talk about them so I don't think you're overly assertive, but that's also because like I understand you and I get it. And I also I don't work a like a normal job myself. And we wouldn't, like you said, be where we are if we were just yes people. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Example of like a lot of famous people or popular people. They're not yes people or they would have never made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
I think she's just a yes person, and that's and a hater. And a hater. I guess it's a thing that's true. Like, if you want to be successful, you're gonna have haters because you really have to. Like, you know, people are not gonna like that you're like making your mark. You know what they say is that haters are usually mad at you because the way you are is how they wish they were, so they hate on it. It's something that makes them uncomfortable because they're not comfortable with it. Yes, or yeah. you or you walked a path that they thought they couldn't, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's usually what it is because you, you know, you probably intimidate her Yeah. at the end of the day. And I am assertive in the workplace. I'm not assertive in my personal life. Like, I'm more, like, toned down, but, like, in stuff like my goals and stuff, I am very assertive. But I want to be, like, I want to, like, go after the things I want, like, aggressively. Like, as you, know? you should. As you should, queen. <laughs> I'm like, you should be that way because who else is going to do that? Yeah. Nobody's going to do that for you. You know what I mean? You have to pave your way and get what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what is, like, okay, you're overly assertive. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what? I'm yeah. still working a great job and I still have this much experience. So whatever. Yeah. Like, you can't hold me back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think people shouldn't be like, like, you know, you obviously know yourself. And I think with somebody, I think that's a good, sorry. I think that's a good lesson. Like how you played it is that not everybody's going to like you. Yeah. And that's fine. As long as you're true to who you are. Like if, if you know like how assertive you are, cool. If somebody's giving you criticism, take the criticism and reevaluate yourself, yeah. but don't like question you. you know? And I'm totally okay with constructive criticism. I yeah. always welcome it. I'm like, if you think I'm doing something wrong, absolutely. But that's not even like doing something wrong. That was just like hater. I, yeah, <laughs> hater. That's, that's just a hater at the end yes, of the day, ladies exactly. and gentlemen. But women, you know, speak up for yourself, negotiate higher salaries, like do do pave your way. Exactly. Strongly, aggressively. Literally. It's kind of like how we were talking off air about like how I I won't say where, but I try to get in an internship and they were like, oh, you're overly qualified. And then um, one of our friends was saying, well, that's because when you want to intern, you want them to just shut up and not say anything. As a, well, they don't want people to actually want to, like, progress um, in the place. Like, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Because uh, you might get threatened their job. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and after he said that, and I was like, that is a good way to put it. You know what I mean? I was more offended. Like, is that a way to be like, no, we don't want you. But then I was like, oh, you're right. You know what, though? One of the best bosses I ever had, shout out Destin at Power 106. He's definitely not listening. And he's not at Power anymore. But I loved him at Power. Yeah. He, like, taught me everything I knew. Um, he told me one of the greatest things. He was like, why would I want a team full of people that want to be complacent? He was like, if anything, like, I want a team full of people that always want to, like, excel. He's like, if the people on my team aren't trying to be, like, my next boss, then I don't want them. He's like, because it's only going to push the entire, like, team forward if we have a bunch of go-getters. Like, imagine what kind of, like, show they're going to create, you know? Exactly. Um, And I've always taken that with me. I'm like, damn, you're a good boss. That's a good boss. That's a good boss. Like, you should want people that want to progress, not then, people that want to be complacent. Exactly. So that was my like whole problem with it. It's like, okay, so you don't want somebody that's experienced and like had something yeah. like that. So whatever, all good. But it, and again, and also with the woman at the end of the day, I didn't get hired, but then I got hit on the next day. Like, oh, come, through the, come into the DMs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's something that like us as women always battle. Oh, like whiz. Did you see the interview with Lotto on Big Boys? Yes. Yeah. And she was like that they wouldn't clear the song because he was mad about sliding in her DMs. I saw that. And yeah. that's really 
how men are. are literally literally like I, and I, that's why we we laugh off like every time they hit on us we can't say like no or like because look they're gonna hold your song you know what i mean like for her and she's so big imagine people like us that are up and coming yeah and then people yeah. are always like why can't women just like reject men like why do you have to like play it and it's like we have to because uh, yeah. we want to keep those relationships because they're gonna try to punish you after because they're little sorry bitches yes <laughs> little cry Ego. baby egos like look at lotto she's Big now, Look right? at Kanye and yeah. Kim. That's what happens when you reject a guy. Look at him. He has to find lookalikes and go on Instagram where Rand's trying to take the kids away. That's, Bully her. And doesn't matter how much money a man has, he is still at the end of the day a man and has ego. And yeah, so when she was doing that, I was like, imagine us trying to make it. You know, people that are like micro. Yeah, exactly. When they're when your micro is when men think they could hold the power over mm-hmm. you even more, where they're like, "Oh, this bitch, this for you. Yeah, yeah, this this girl wants like this. Like I I'm powerful and I hold the power. She'll probably sleep with me. She'll, for probably, it. She'll probably do this. I'll just tell her. I'll give her a little bone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I know. But you have to be a smart, strong woman and know that you play the game, but you just don't. Yes. You know, this is why what we were talking about Samika with Samika is so amazing. Yeah. How we were like uh, talking about this whole war that is now happening on TikTok where everybody's like, oh, screw men in these podcasts where they talk about women. I love it. We love to see men going down. All the time because they think they can tell us how to live, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Who we are, are. how we should take pictures, what it means. Yeah, what it means. We're looking for attention. Like the other guy do women even have hobbies like uh, that podcast or you can't be sexy and smart we can be both we, we can, can be, be at both. all we can be both and that's my photo shoot <laughs> like that's coming but um can't wait teaser right there guys <laughs> yes literally i have a photo shoot that's probably gonna piss off people but i love it we love to see yeah, it. yeah we love I, you know we love to piss off the, the what do you call it the um stereotype or what is it called the patriarchy yes love uh, we love taking down the patriarchy yeah, yeah we definitely do but so excited for us to have samika on yes on that note let's bring her in let's do this interview we're super excited Yay. for queen in studio today samika yes i said it right right yes you did okay right before the podcast wrong the whole like <laughs> freaking three years that it's I fine her, like, literally everybody does i'm, I'm so like, happy ah. you corrected us though because i feel like that's a cultural thing and nobody ever corrects each other yeah we all kind of just let it slide we collectively are. you're and just like, like no. close enough you know yeah. what i mean yeah. Um, but we're so excited to have no, you thank here. you for having me. I'm Our, super pumped. I know. You look so cute. You're Thanks. like the indie pop queen. <laughs> yeah, she looks like a little rocker girl, and I thank love you. it. Thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about kind of how you started your musical journey. Give people the background kind of um, about who you are. Cool. So, um, yeah, I grew up in the Bay, um, in the Bay Area, and I always kind of like grew up with music around. So my nanny sings, my daddy used to sing. My mom was like a professional Kathak dancer. So we all kind of grew up with like so much culture around us. Um, and I just always knew that music was something that I was going to pursue like when I was really, really young, even though I was super nervous and never liked performing, but I just loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so I moved to L.A., and then I've been doing it ever since. Just, That's like, continuously, really yeah. I feel like I meet a lot of artists that say that they're actually shy, and I find that super, like, fascinating that yeah. like, you're shy in person, but then when you go on stage, you're, like, this completely different person. Yeah, 
No, it definitely took me a minute to like realize you can't be shy. I mean, you can be shy on stage, but it's like way more fun when you're not. So yeah, <laughs> and you, play, yeah. you play the guitar. Yeah. When, how old were you when you like learned how? Did you just pick it up one day or like is it something that you wanted to learn? It was definitely something I wanted to learn. I always thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And all the music that I was listening to was like around guitar as well. So um, I begged my parents. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, my mom always put us in like piano lessons and stuff like that. But um, I just thought guitar was way cooler. So you can play the piano too. Yeah, like oh, a little. She's like full musician. Oh yeah, that was like band in our house because we all I used tried to play that. For like a year, and I quit. I was like, "This is too hard." I tried. Yeah, but I, I tried have the a flute too. Since you said that your family was like very musical and they put you in lessons, mm -hmm. um, how? What was their reaction when you said that you wanted to like pursue music full time? Like, were they supportive? Was it scary? Still? I mean, I was really young when I told them that. Um, I think I was like, like thirteen, yeah, right. <laughs> and they're like, uh, "What's wrong with you? Get your ass upstairs!" Um, but yeah, I was thirteen, and then I was just like growing up so confused as a child because I always wanted to do music, so everything else I tried to do was like. Such a fail. Um, like, what did you try? I want to know. Just, like... And failed at. And yeah. <laughs> like, school, everything. Like, different classes. Um, all of that. Was there something that they specifically wanted you to do? Like, the typical doctor, lawyer? Was it any of that? Um, not really. It was more of, like, you should just try everything and see what you like. So, okay. I mean, I did try, like, bio. And, like, yeah, that was yeah. definitely a box I had to check off. That was, of like, not for me. <laughs> like, let me see um, naturally just... Smart yeah will not be doctor exactly so i tried all of it and then um but it was just like very obvious that this is what i was gonna do and then i just like never took noah's answer so yeah just packed up my stuff and moved and then yeah how old were you when you moved i was eight no um i think like 20 20. Yeah, that's 20. so young. Yeah, I was, I was too scared to leave the nest at twenty. Like I was used to talk so much shit. Like when I was like, and when I turn eighteen, I'm leaving. Yeah, <laughs> I totally did not leave. Like I was like, do 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 do. Like yeah, waiting around. Wow. Yes, it's been fun. Um, do you feel like the cultural pressure having like a non-traditional job though? Like I feel oh like totally. When I tell people I do radio, they're like. Wow, like as an Indian, yeah. I'm like, it's not even that. Go say it's yeah. always tell me it's not sustainable. That's the number one thing an Indian person tells me. Like, Yeah, it depends, like, who I talk to. Like, mm -hmm. aunties and uncles, they're like, oh, like, what are you going to do? Like, what is your day-to-day? -day? And I'm like, I don't even know. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> just go with the flow. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then people I meet, like, friends, and they're like, and I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, well, it's not as interesting as you. And I'm like, ugh, so yawn. But, yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Do you feel like the struggle being in LA um, pursuing music I feel like everybody moves here to pursue some yeah like dream um, totally it's so hard it's really interesting because like you can either look at it as if like everybody's trying to do what I do or you can look at it in the sense of like oh this is so cool like yeah. everybody's doing what I'm doing you yeah. know you it's like really perspective yeah and like I just growing up in like San Francisco and stuff like everybody was in tech obviously and I felt so out of place but now it just feels like 
really nice that like everybody has something so unique to them and it's just way more fun. I love that. I love that you're like, I found my people here. Yeah. And like you get to make music with like so many epic musicians and it just like pushes you to want to do more and like make better stuff, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you found your people circle here? Because I feel like the Indian community here is a little like, you know, like different. Like I feel like than everywhere else. You know what I mean? Do you feel like that's your community or do you kind of branch out to different? I definitely have like different groups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think we all kind of like every Indian person has like their gode friends. Right. You know who to talk with about what way. Yeah. And then, um, but no, I've like definitely made nice like LA Indian friends, but I just don't see them as much anymore. But I definitely hang out with like, all my music people all the time because we're always working and like always rehearsing for shows or something like that. So I definitely just fallen into that world. Yeah. See, and it's like like-minded. Yeah, exactly. Do you think you get support from the Indian community? Totally. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. It's really interesting though, the whole community, like it's always so supportive and I love that. So yeah, we love that. Brown Queens. Brown yeah. Queens. <laughs> Brown Queens. Yeah, it's just um, cool. Speaking of your music, I read something online about your first song being about your friend that committed suicide. Oh, yeah. Um, And I feel like, was that the first time that you, like, tapped into those emotions and, like, really expressed yourself through music? And then after that, you were hooked? Or tell me about, like, creating that song. Yeah, so that song was the first song I ever, like, finished. Um, And... I wrote it, yeah, because um, this girl in high school who was one of our friends in choir. She committed suicide. And it was just, like, the first time that I saw that music actually helps people. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't my closest, closest friend, but I did know her, and, like, we had class together. But her closest friends, I was just, like, it was so yeah. devastating to see them go through what they were doing. And then... I played them this song that I wrote and they just related to it so much. And I was like, oh, wow, like music really does, you know, like, yeah, make you feel something. Was like, that how the moment crazy where you that? were like, I'm for sure doing this forever? I think at that moment I already knew. Yeah. Um, but like I was a kid, I was like 13 or something when that happened. So, wow, that's yeah, I was a like really young. To write as yeah. yeah, I was writing Roses Are Red, Violet yeah. at that time, probably. Actually, now that I think about my little Pisces dramatic diary, I did write some dark stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You're like reading through it like your old diaries and you're like, uh, this is really stupid. I wrote a poem about my tears once. I, I know. Very dramatic, so angsty. Very dramatic. That's so um, funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah so totally. I think we all have like a little i've had an emo phase you know yeah or like trying to figure out who you were um in your music so i feel like your music is a little more different than the traditional like whenever i usually see someone that's brown they usually either go into hip-hop or they go into pop specifically mm-hmm. but with you i feel like it's more of an indie pop vibe um, yeah r&b like you have, you can do so many different sounds but I love what you're doing right now. It's, I feel like it really like fits you, and and obviously Thank you should you. be doing more than one. But what's yeah. your like influences? Your music influences? Um, I think like just the fact that I um, grew up playing guitar and stuff like that. It really influenced the kind of music that I liked and the kind of music I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like I grew up listening to like everything, like hip hop, pop, all all of that R and B, but 
I think just having like guitar be my main thing that I would write on, it definitely like pushed it to be that whole indie vibe, which is cool. Yeah, I love totally. that. I yeah. used to be my favorite genre, and now it's like indie R and B. Yeah, yeah, I've totally. gotten to the R and B. Like sometimes, like that's my going to get ready music, and my it's friends just are so, like, it's "Such so good sad. music." Yeah. Like, that's why I love it. I'm like sad girl forever. Like, yeah, my friends are like, "Can music. you play something more hype?" I'm like, "This is hype for me." Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, that's like my parents telling me to write like Bollywood songs, and I'm like. No, I can't. <laughs> this is already hype. Mom, I cannot write about running to a boy in a field. Yeah, they're like, it has to be more upbeat. And I'm like, but why? Yeah, like, I like <laughs> the this. sad songs are just make you feel things. They don't feel anything. Yeah. Speaking of sad songs, I don't think this is like a sad song. It's very relatable. Like your mm-hmm. new song, Happier Than Me. I was listening to it and I'm like, dude, I totally relate to uh, these feelings. Yay. And it's like, it could even, it could be breakup. It could also be growing apart from friends, this, that, yeah. and third. Um, tell me how, like, you came up with this song. Like, was it an experience you had? Is it something that you saw? Um, that song was actually really fun to make. It was, um, we had rented a studio, me and um, these two producers, their team, like, rented out this studio for us, and we just went in, like, having no idea what was going to come out of it. It was, like, this super cramped studio with, like, six of us in there, like, on top of each other. But it was, like, three of us were actually making music. Um, but it was cool. It was, like, very organically came about. Like, both of them started playing chords, and I started, like, writing things down on the couch, like, just stuff that I had been going through um, and, like, coming up with melodies, and then that whole song was, like, finished in that day, which was wild, so. Wow. Yeah, but I'm happy you, like, relate to it. Yeah, it's, it's like, very like it's our so whole cool. vibe this year. Totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, break up, moving on, like, I know. all that stuff. Yeah, it has, like, a touch of, like, oh, fuck, but then it also has, like, some uplifting, uplifting thing to too, it. Yeah. Well. Speaking of your music, um, I saw that a lot of people have covered it, like amazing artists, like yeah. Jesse Reyes, who I love, um, yeah. have shouted you out, a DJ. Um, yeah, Marshmallow. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm like, Marshmallow, girl, Marshmallow. Yeah. Um, how, did that, how did those moments feel, or like, what was it like to get that type of recognition? Yeah, that was super cool. The Jesse Reyes one was definitely, like, I one of my favorites, <laughs> because... That one, I was in, like, such a writing slump, and what I did was I made this cover, which I, like, wrote a verse to her song before, like, an open verse thing was a thing, Um, which it is now. But, yeah, so I wrote a verse, and then that's what she reposted was, like, she just liked my writing, which is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. It's, like, fun little, little wins that happen. You're just like, oh, nice. How do you feel when you go on stage, like, your shows? Like, you know, like, Viper Room, for example, like, that was one of your recent shows. Like, do you get nervous? Do you get excited? Or a whole bunch of both? Um, I used to get really nervous. I feel like I only get nervous if I feel unprepared. Yeah. So now I'm just, like, texting my band group chat, and I'm like, when are we meeting? We need to meet right now um, <laughs> to rehearse. Yeah, but they're great. So, like, I always feel really comfortable going in with them. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like, it's just more exciting. It's like more exciting now because people know the songs that I'm playing, which before it was like fun to like play them and people like them. But now it's like people are singing them back and you're just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
No, it's so fun. Yeah, like I played Summer of 99, which is like such a sad song. And I just could not stop smiling because I was like watching people sing it back. And I was like, wow. Summer of 99, that's also a really good song. Um, Thanks. Summer of 99, is that like significant for you? Or was it just kind of like that's the vibe you were going for? Um, I kind of wrote it during... Yeah, like, how old were you during Yeah, the I know. Yeah. I definitely don't know what it was like. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, that one I wrote, like, during the pandemic and alone in my room, like, when everybody mm-hmm. was kind of, like, going through all of that. Yeah, um, emotions. And yeah, so it was just, like, a very slow, uh, like, very raw song. And I kind of wanted to keep it very emotional and like not too overly produced and really keep the lyrics the way that they were the melodies like shine mm-hmm. through yeah um so yeah we just kept that one really raw which is cool that it's out now when yeah. you're writing each song do you write each song like differently like sometimes you yeah write totally chords first and sometimes so you don't have like a specific process yeah like a recipe mm, not really a lot of the times it's like I'll just, like, the only thing that I can say that is, like, the same each time is, like, I'll do melodies over chords and pick out, like, the words that I like and then kind of write a song around that. Or, But it depends. If, like, I'm in a mood and I already know what I'm going to write about, then I have, like, that whole thing written out. And then it's just about, like, adding melody to the emotion that's already there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just depends on, like, who I'm writing with or, like, who's in the room. Um and stuff like that but I would love to write a song I've tried <laughs> and it's, it's I've tried like a lot of times yeah and I just don't like I feel like I can do it you I'm could like, I'm, I'm it. sure you could yeah you got I this just, just read your diary part. from like <laughs> fucking right. high school it's, it's the execution part you know what I mean that's yeah. obviously what it comes down to and then I'm like yeah I'm just gonna put this in the archives you know yeah <laughs> would you consider writing for other people like I know a lot of artists when they're starting out like will give their songs to artists. yeah like I have, um, but I just know that I wanted to Perform them be the artist as well. Yeah. So I didn't really want to fall into like the songwriter trap where you're like making money and then you're like, oh, but I need to go. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. really about it's not about like the money at all for me. And I don't think it is for songwriters. I think every songwriter writes their truth. And yeah. um, it's cool that like it gets like so much reach when it really hits with people. Um but yeah, I was just like, I want to sing. Yeah. I want to sing my own song. Like, like I'm cute. But, I can do it. Like, look at me. I'm no, smart. but still, like, I have written for other people, and it's great. Um, but I definitely feel like this is my time to work on my own project. You're calling. Are you signed right now? No. You're not no. signed. Do you Chilling. ever want to get signed, or do you want to stay independent? I don't know. I feel like if the right thing comes along, then I don't think it's a bad Just thing. Just absolutely but make read. sure that yeah. you get a lawyer to read your contract. Yeah, I totally. Used to do, like, work, um, I've worked for like so many music companies, mm-hmm. and I've seen the back end, and artists really get trapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've, I've like heard horror stories. If it was like the right one, then I feel like I wouldn't really oppose to it. But yeah. Definitely read. Yeah. <laughs> So what do you see for yourself, like, for the future? Like, ideally, like, um, what do you have coming up or what do you want? Um, I really, really want to go on tour. So okay. I really want to open for somebody um, that's, like, huge. Who's your <laughs> dream person to open for? Yes. Ugh, I don't know because I listen to, like, such old music. So Like what? Like, 
like early 2000s music like um avril lavigne and like, like alanis so morissette i'm like I, that early 2000s is not old no 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 okay, it's not like, old yeah, but it's avril not like people i know exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly I avril in you okay no i love her like i grew up listening to her and like all of those people oh um, there was a year, like gwen stefani there was a year of middle school or high school where she had a chokehold on me yeah. I oh, girl, same. <laughs> so good. Was it like that Lincoln Park era and all that? Totally. Yeah, I just love Lincoln Park. All yeah. That. Punk era. Yeah. So good. It's like very exciting that all of it's coming back. It is. Everything um, always comes back. What about festivals? Yeah. Like, would you? Yeah. See you playing festivals. Yeah. So I'm just trying to like focus on putting out all the music that I've been writing like for a year and a half now. Um, I just have so much, so it's, like, nice. Once all of that comes out, then I think it'll be, like, time, you know? Are you just doing singles right now, or are you going to be doing an album? I wanted to do an album, but everybody's saying not to do an album, so what I about don't know. an EP? Yeah, it'll probably end up being, like, an EP um, with, like, a few songs, maybe, like, two EPs, which is right. basically, like, Invite an album in itself. Yeah, Got we'll you, girl. We'll <laughs> <laughs> be here in the studio. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do it. Probably. No. Yeah, we can get that you set up should, for you. You should do it somewhere cooler. Like, no, I uh, want to do it like a show. Like, it'll definitely yeah. be like a show release party. Because, yes. like, my band is so freaking good. You guys have to come to the next one. I know. No why did I go to Viper Room? I think I wasn't in town. That's why I didn't It's come. all good. Yeah, There'll be better time. ones. Yes. Um, <laughs> how did you find your band? Like, um, So, my drummer, I've actually known forever, like, since I moved to L.A. Um, And it's always been, like him and me and then everybody else keeps like rotating (laughs) like I don't think I've ever played with another drummer before um but now it's like it's me it's a bass player guitar player and keyboard player who also sings and is so great um so it's like a whole thing it's a whole thing yeah it's a whole whole, it's a whole thing I love that I love that for you that's you definitely have to go to her show oh I'm excited and they're like their own band in itself so they like perform and stuff and I'm just like hey guys are you free yeah I love um live music I live for a good concert yeah 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 yeah. you're like very um I don't know the word hold on like I don't want to say indie. It's not that's not the word. Uh, hipster. Okay. Yeah. Hipster. She's <laughs> like, I'm, what are you I'm gonna not, call me? I'm, I'm like, like, what is it? No, no, I'm a You're I'm, a bit. No, I'm scared. I'm definitely not cool enough to be a hipster. Like, Wait, I that would have like been so, so funny. You said that. I'm like, you're such. No, I was kidding. No, no I'm, I'm not cool enough to be a hipster. They're like so. Like just that's like. So I feel like you do have hipster vibes though. I do have hipster vibes. Yeah, definitely for. The Indian community. Like, I feel like if I hung out with a bunch of hipsters, I wouldn't be hipster enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're so LA, girl. Like, (laughs) but no. But you do. Like, when she'll show me, like, the coolest dive bars and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I didn't really expect that from you. I love, you know, that I'm like, she has hipster vibes. Like, her birthday was at the cutest place that I would have never thought about. It was was in Highland Park. I love that. Oh, fun. uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Highland Park is is super cool. Well, I wanted to ask you some fun questions about you. So. What would you say the biggest, like, misconception somebody would have about you? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I never think about what people think about me. You're so relaxed. I love that. I love that. You're so chill about everything. You're like, everything is fine. like, I don't care what people think about me. I, like, just never thought of it. I just, like, I don't know. 
I love that answer. That's the best answer. Okay. Like, I, I really guess that's my shit. answer. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? Like, what oh. actually does annoy you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Of course, when one asks you that, you, like, completely forget all of them. Um, I don't know. Probably, like, fake people. Or, like, people who think they're really cool and then they're just not. They're not. They yeah. They're- I mean, like, I've just met so many now in L.A. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, it's just a lot. It is a lot. Here. I think people who, like, try too hard to be somebody is just, just like, so see-through. and Like, you're just so transparent. It's like, why would you do that? Yeah, just yeah. be yourself. But you do meet a lot of fake people in L.A., but I will say. They're, like, all over, though. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Most of the people that are fake in LA are the people that like moved here. Aren't even from here. Yeah. 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 So all my good friends are from LA. Mm-hmm. Like there's all us natives. Me too. Yeah. yeah. They're from here. They've been yeah. there and done all that. Totally. It's the people that come here and are like, I want to be famous. I'm somebody. Or I want to do this or I want to. You know, yeah. And they just try They're and like project this image that isn't real. I'm all about um, fake it till you make it, but don't be a fake person. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, there's like a fine line. Yeah. What are three things you can't leave the house without? Um, can I say my dog? Yeah, you can say whatever <laughs> you want. That. Yeah, I'm obsessed like, with dogs. Big dog person. Yeah, same. You can say whatever. My you dog, want. and it's so nice, like in California, because like nobody cares when you bring like a little dog around. No, it's so like um, oh, it's yeah, here. probably him. Um, eyeliner probably as well. Yeah, and then, great. Thank you. Great guys. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know. Probably water, you know. Okay. Trying to keep, the, keep, trying to keep the skin glowing. <laughs> we love a yeah. hydrated queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give to your, like, you're young already, but your younger self? Um, probably to, like, chill the fuck out. Like, you are chill yeah. though. <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like I'm chill now, now yeah. but before I was like, like what is happening? Yeah. Just like overthinking everything. And just when you like join the music industry, you see so many people who are like doing so well. And then you kind of like fall into that trap of like, okay, but when is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. But it's like nice when you kind of step back and you're like, you know, I'm already doing it. I'm already like. I'm in my own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, my, don't compare yourself to, like, me, other people's yes. wins. She told yeah. me the most beautiful quote the other day. She was like, you'll get everything you want. It just might not look the way that you thought it would. Like, we yeah. all end up where That's we're so meant great. to be. I love That's that. That's so yeah. true. It's just, like, we expect the path to be exactly how we pictured it in our head. And when it doesn't look like that, we're like, wait, but, like, is this really going to lead me to my happiness? Like, it doesn't look the way I thought it would. Yeah. But it's still, like, going to be exactly what you yeah. want it to be. Yeah, Totally. I so agree. Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Like, I um, did this show in Canada before the pandemic, and I was on this panel with, like, Jazz Dami, uh, Raja Kumar. Like, all these people were, like, we're all being interviewed, and I was like, why am I on this panel? (laughs) (laughs) And, and, yeah, literally, I was just like, what is happening? Like, who wants to hear what I have to say, you know? Like, this is freaking, everybody else is so great. Um, and then somebody said something about like, or I I said something like, oh, I'm like really trying to like do it. And I'm, I'm like really grateful. Like I'm, I'm really trying to make it in music. And then Jazz Dami's like, you "You are doing it. You're on this panel. And in that moment I was like, wow, that is so cool. Like, that's why 
you are where you are is because you have that mindset. So ever since he like said that, he probably doesn't remember it, but I have it on video. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember. I remember. That. Yeah. I no, that. he's super sweet. But yeah, him saying that, I was just like, well, so probably that would be like my advice is like, just chill. I think It'll a lot fine. of people struggle with that. Even me till this day, you know, I feel yeah. like you get caught up in like, oh, this person's doing this and this person's doing that and I'm yeah. not. But then you hear it from somebody else's eyes and you're like, they think I'm doing it. Why don't I, I think know, I'm doing it? right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like so crazy. It's the thief of joy. And it's like this new era of social media where we're constantly like comparing our lives. Yeah, and totally. We do have a lot to be thankful for. Amen, so much. sister. Well, where can, oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go yeah well, ahead. where can we find Samika, the great? <laughs> um, you can find me everywhere at Samika Music. It's S-A-M-I-C-A Music on IG. Spotify is just my name. Apple Music is just my name. But yeah. thank you for joining us. Thank yes. you guys for having Happier me. Happier Than Me Out Now. I love that song. Thank Please you, go stream you. it. This is so fun. Thanks for having of me. Of course. <laughs>